Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, what's up? It's D-Ray from Toronto Men's Roller Derby and Team Canada. You're listening to Derby Rocks. Happy Friday night. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. It's your old pal, Shram and Cashman. That means you are listening to Derby Rocks. Uh, As always, we are joined by you, our friends, family, and listeners. We love you so much. Thank you for hanging out with us. I'm going to be honest. I'm uh, I'm sitting outside Nazareth College right now. I had a like networking and small business council award ceremony tonight. So we're recording um, because I also can't do the show Friday, but this was the only time that we could really get the show done. So I'm in the car, Cashman's at home. Happy Friday by the time you hear this. Yay. We're doing the thing. It's Derby Rocks. What's up, my man? How are you? Oh, man. Uh, yeah. It, uh, you know what? Uh, uh, you know, my, Get your bingos cards out because it's a steamer today here in the city of Rochester. <laughs> yeah. The car, my car, hey, I'm sitting in the air conditioning in the car, which is great, but the car says it's 90 out there and that's at 630 at night. So yeah. it is uh, definitely a warm one. And I had to wear pants. Normally, I don't have to wear pants to work because I only have to meet people by Zoom. But because we were getting out and doing this award ceremony thing and we had a table here, I had to wear pants today. So now I'm in a, like a fool with the air conditioning running, just sitting in the car talking to you guys. But I'm happy to be here. Yeah. yeah. We have a great show in store for you. It's going to be an awesome one. I'm very excited. We... You know, for for being a goofy little podcast, we get some really cool guests on this show. Yeah. Some real fascinating people, um, some real important people. Um, In the second segment, we are going to have Crystal Quaid, who is in uh, a race for the uh, governor of Missouri currently. Uh, gubernatorial candidate. Can you believe that, Cash? Now, we've had Mayor Katie Rosenberg. um, You know, we've had authors, professional wrestlers. Doctors, lawyers, business executives. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and, really unbelievable. And now we have uh, mayoral can or uh, gu- gubernatorial candidate Crystal Quaid coming up in the second segment. It's going to be a great interview. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, she, she, uh, seven years in politics, Missouri House Minority Leader Crystal Quaid. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> First elected to the House in 2016. Um, a former roller derby athlete for uh, four or five years, something like that. Um, somebody who recently highlighted roller derby in their uh, campaign video. So that is absolutely somebody we are excited to talk to, and we are going to talk with them coming up in the second segment. And then we'll get to some news, as we always do. Yeah. But uh, hey, Cash, hey, how's hey. your day? 
It's good. It's been a good. It's been a good week. Uh, you know, we're just past good. the we're just past the halfway point. The weekend's getting closer. I know that uh, you you have a lot going on this weekend, and uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, after I mean, you know, after the exciting show we had last week with uh, 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 with our friend, yeah, we had a what collateral and, uh, collateral damage, yeah, Co- collateral yeah. damage, we loved, we yeah, Calan. So yeah, that was a great show. Yeah, great week. We've had a string uh, we'll of really good shows here in a second. Had a string of really good shows, so it's like, and, and this one's been awesome. I'm suspecting this one's going to be pretty good too, you know. So uh. fingers crossed. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're starting off okay. Kelly hasn't locked herself in the bathroom yet, so we got that going for us. <laughs> That's a first. Oh. That's a first. So uh, yeah, that was yeah, funny. I never had a guest lock themselves in the bathroom uh, as the show is starting. Yeah. So um, this week likely not going to be quite as exciting. Still going to be a good show, but yeah. without Kelly and Sophie involved it just automatically brings the cool and exciting level down. So, um, but Hey, you are stuck with us and we appreciate you for hanging out with us. Whether you listen on 106.3 WRFZ, whether you hang out on facebook.com slash Derby rocks in the uh, Facebook lives with my mom and all the other fools, (laughs) um, or you listen wherever you get your favorite podcasts. We love and appreciate you. Keep in mind that you are the reason that we continue to record these shows. We're up to like, 416 or something silly like that now i can't even keep track of them close but we are in the 400s yeah we are slowly creeping up to 420 <laughs> and uh yeah it is it's always it's always so exciting it's uh you know another week we get to talk about what we've got going on and what we did and what's coming up we get to hang out with each other yeah but more importantly we get to hang out with our friends and talk to all the people who listen. Yes. All 17 of you. Oh, it's more than that. We had, we had a good week this last couple of weeks. I've seen the numbers. They're good. Nice. They're good. They're good. 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 Love that. They're- Love that. Thank you guys. Um, please make sure that you are sharing the stream, um, pushing out the, uh, the, the, the page and all that good stuff. We wouldn't and couldn't do it without you. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, it's another weekly show. We're going to talk about our weeks here in a second. I do. Uh, it's been a little while, so I'm going to take a second and remind everybody to just be kind. Um, times are tough. Everybody's got their own thing going on. Um, people have family issues and derby issues and this, that, and the other thing. And really, we all just need to do a better job of working together um, and being kind to one another and supporting one another. So um, I just wanted to take a second and mention that because it has been uh a little while since i've said anything quite like that so yeah. um now that that is out of the way we should talk about our weeks Let's i would love to hear about how your week's been cool well i'll start out uh after la- wednesday yeah it's only wednesday but i did have two things of derby to talk about so i'm excited yeah, you had it. some good stuff going on yeah. this weekend yeah so uh saturday was uh we had um Rock City had a home game against the Sandy Beaches, uh, not the Salty Beaches, but the Sandy Beaches. And, uh, you know, I did bring my Salty Beaches jersey with me just in case, but uh, it was the Sandy Beaches. And it was uh, it was at the uh, GVA, and it was at noon on last Saturday, and it was really, really hot. But very tolerable. Shocker. Very tolerable for only one game. So that that's very sure. exciting. It was a lot of fun. It was nice to see my friends. Uh, you know, and, uh, and everyone gave their all to it. It was, it was super exciting. Um, I ended up, you know, announcing the whole game as well as putting the video together later after the game was over, we videotaped it. I had wireless mics for the first time ever at GVA. That was sweet. 
move nice. around. I walked around and, you know, tested them. It was really, <coughs> it was, excuse me, it was really cool. And, um, and uh, you know, I didn't do any after party, though. When the game ends at 2 o'clock, you know, I just felt, you know, it's like it's too- you, uh, that's That's an early time to start, you know, partying or hanging out or whatever. So I, I understand totally. Yeah, now there's another one in the 5th of August where it's like three games. I, that one I may drag myself out to, but uh, – and so, you might want to wear shorts for that day. Yeah, I'm going to find some way to look cool, though. You know, yeah, I definitely, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting because it's, uh, you know, we are getting to the hot part of summer here in Rochester. But uh, that's a, that that's super exciting. Maybe we'll have someone on from then, maybe Salt City or Ithaca to come yeah, in maybe. and join us. That would be really cool. But uh, definitely that. Yeah. But um, so and that's like a week from today, uh, week from Friday. So or a week from Saturday. So it's not that far away. But no. Nope. Uh, while you were uh, off gallivanting around Cleveland, and I mean, sorry, Ohio, uh, Pittsburgh, uh, I was. Pittsburgh, uh, yeah, yeah, right. Uh, Hard to keep track of it. Yeah, it's, you know, I keep forgetting, but yeah. So, uh, but that, and then, then Sunday we had um, boot camp uh, two, which was good. I mean, uh, uh, it was uh, it was good to see all those faces again, the, all the new faces, and uh, and we had some newer new faces. Uh, I think there was a couple newer new faces there. And, yep. and, it, and it's fun to just see people learn and kind of get it slowly getting it, you know, and, uh, and that's what we're seeing. And I, and I, I, uh, uh I've never gotten it. So, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> it, it was, you know, it was, it was, uh, but it's good to get out there. It's great exercise. It was hot. It was a little hot in the place, but, uh, yeah, yeah. but, uh, that was a lot of fun. And then, uh, most of this week after that, eh, it's just been work, you know, and it's like, uh, yeah. pl- planning for this weekend coming up, which really, um, there's nothing that exciting going on this weekend for me at least, but, uh, um, uh, though I now I believe I was invited to a pool party at uh, Collateral Damages Place, which I, yeah. I may depending on the, the how how much close to a hundred degrees it gets, I may I may be there. <laughs> sure, you know I just yeah, not a bad idea. It sounds it sounds exciting, but uh, how about you? Uh, let's talk about you. You have you much more busier. I know much more busy. You're probably getting tired of these busy weekends. <laughs> Yeah, so tired, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, Friday, didn't do too much after the show. Went home, got ready for the next day. We did go pick up some ice cream before we came home and made dinner. Um, but we got out of town early on Saturday. Not too uh, not too much going on. The nice thing about that was our game in Pittsburgh wasn't until 5 that night. Um, so we didn't have to really rush. You know, it only takes about four hours, four and a half hours to get down there. So it wasn't a huge rush or anything like that, which was awesome. Oh, excuse me. Oh, gross. I did have uh, some time. So we have the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem movie coming out soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've always been a huge TMNT fan um, since like 88. Um, But this new movie is just super cool looking. And I'm very into the new toys and things like that. The new figures. I'm a collector of random nonsense and stuff like that. So um, checked out some foreign Target to uh, see if they had any of the toys that I've been l- missing from the line. Unfortunately, they didn't, but we uh, we did that before we went to the venue. And then from there, it was uh, game time pretty much. Um, had a really good game overall. It was a very close game. We almost pulled it out. We made up a ton of ground. We were down by like 68 points going into the half or something like that and ended up losing by 20. Um you know, it was a, was a really strong second half. 
I felt pretty good about my game. I was doing a lot of jamming as well as blocking. I was going back and forth quite a bit, doing one after the other. And, and it was definitely, um, it was definitely tough, but you know, it was, uh, it was a good game and everybody played well. Um, outside of that, didn't you do too much in Pittsburgh? We did do a little bit of after partying, but nothing too serious. And then went to, um, after the after party, we went and got, uh, some dinner and then just checked back into the hotel and, and quieted down for the night. Didn't do too much. Um, all in all, it was a, um, it's always a busy week. You know, I, uh, I've got work, a lot of work going on. I've got a ton of shows coming up. Um, last night I didn't get to have a bit of fun though. Uh, double N and myself went out to Buffalo, for uh, a concert i've been listening to this band called mest um for 20 years uh i think i got into them when i was in like seventh grade and they played a a small show in buffalo last night and it was a ton of fun a great time um and just had a blast so all in all it was really great i'm glad that we uh we got to go out um, it was a, it was a, a a good week though. As I said, it's only Wednesday though, so it hasn't been too busy. But um, this weekend wraps up the competitive season for the year, which I am very grateful for. Um, I, it's been a good year, and I've been very excited to be able to, um, you know, play with the Guardians. And it's great to have a place to play and to be, you know, respected and. Um, you know, we got a lot of experience and a ton of skating in, but I am just so tired, you know, and, and I hate to complain, but every game is an away game for us. And it's just a lot um, playing week after week, sometimes just gets tired and you're away from your dogs and you're away from your home and just kind of sucks sometimes. So I am glad to say that um, we play race city this Saturday around three and it'll be our com last competitive game of the season. Um, I'll certainly still be involved in scrimmages and things like that here and there with different leagues and different teams and different towns. But yeah, for, for now, I think I'm uh, happy to get a little bit of a, a, of a rest from competitive roller derby and kind of focus on things at home and working on building things up here. So um, while it has been a good year and a lot of really awesome memories, I am glad that, that it is. Um, soon to be soon to be over um, just a lot so um, yeah still yeah. a ton to look forward to we're only like two weeks away from summer affair now or uh, three weeks away something like that not yeah. too long at all um, we're gonna see a ton of friends gonna have a ton of fun get some camping in you know we still have uh, some other things planned coming up um, we did have boot camp on Sunday as you had mentioned which went great um, you know, I, I, I'm having a hard time because like, realistically, like what qualifications do I have to teach people how to roller skate, you know? Um, so the imposter syndrome kicks in sometimes pretty hard, but I think mostly everybody is uh, having a good time with it and um, actually learning and it's really good. So um, I am very excited to get after it. I think I'm going to extend it a little bit because people are missing time here. Hopefully I can um, keep it going for a little bit longer and give people extra time and um, get some extra skills in. So lots to be happy about. Always good things. But man, I'm tired. So yeah. um, I'm ready to go 
break. Um, I get a couple of weeks off before after this weekend, we'll get a couple of weeks off uh, before summer affair. Um, and by a couple of weeks off, I mean, I still work in crazy hours and stuff like that and work in concerts all the time, but um, no derby in that time. So it'll be good. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think that's about it for old Schrammer time. <laughs> um, I think we should go ahead and maybe take a break. We'll come back and uh, we're going to talk to Crystal Quaid, uh, Missouri's uh, gubernatorial candidate running for governor, currently elected to the House, uh, uh, the House Majority Leader, I think. Uh, House uh, Minority Leader. Sorry, Minority Leader. It just shows you. Elected in 2016. Yeah, a Democrat she is. So if she's a House Minority Leader, I believe it means that the majority is Republicans. So, yeah. yeah, uh, We're really looking forward to that. We're going to have a great interview coming up right after this. You're listening to Derby Rocks on 106.3. WRFC. Welcome back to Derby Rocks. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Another weekly episode. We are excited for our next interview because we are joined by Crystal Quaid, who is uh, a governor candidate for Missouri coming up in the uh, the latest elections. How's it going, Crystal? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Crystal is the Missouri House Minority Leader. So uh, Crystal's been doing this government thing for a while. Yes. <laughs> yeah. First elected to the House in 2016. Um, I want to talk to you all about roller derby, of course, because this is uh, a roller derby show. But let's just start with uh, first getting elected to the House in 2016. What was that feeling like? How cool was that? Uh, It was very cool. That is a great word for it. Um, I represent a part of Missouri that is not the most liberal. um, And I was actually the only that seat was the only Democratic seat south of Columbia, uh, south of like the half of the state. Columbia is the city. So there are no elected Democrats in the entire southern half of our state. And so when I won in 2016, it was a pretty special thing. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, I would like to say the majority of our show uh, probably leans pretty Democrat. So um, we're, we're very happy to talk with you and we support a lot of, of uh, what you're doing and, and we're very excited. But uh, let's start with your roller derby origin story and tell me how you got involved in roller derby. Yeah, so I started playing roller derby, um, and, and I no longer play. I want to say that you know, folks are asking if I'm still on the team, and I, as a lawmaker, just do not have the time uh, that it takes to be so dedicated. So. Yeah, um, but, but I started roller derby. You know, um, I was a stepmom at the time. I have a biological daughter since then, but I and I was working in the organizing and nonprofit space, um, and really, you know, as anyone who works full time gigs knows, that roller derby is a great space to. Um, let go of energy that you've been pent up, whether that's from being a parent or from working full time. And I got in, involved in our local Springfield Roller Girls um, and 
met so many amazing people. And, you know, one of the things I love about roller derby, and I know everyone who's listening can relate to this, is it's just such an eclectic group of people who come from all walks of life. And you build such a relationship and bond with these people. And you, you know, you you fight through fire with them. And um, I wanted to highlight roller derby in my campaign video. Um, you know, that's, a, I figure, a question you might be asking me. But we, hi- we yes, wanted to absolutely. highlight it. For a couple of reasons. One, it's, you know, because I represent and I want to represent all walks of life from uh, in the political space. You know, I grew up in a rural town, but now I represent one of our college places. Um, and roller derby just really represents everyone, regardless of where you're from. You can be a 50 year old grandma or you can be fresh out of school. You can you know, have, be a teacher, a, a music teacher. Um, I, I played with an accountant. Um, I'm a social worker by trade. And I just think that's so important to forming who I am as a person and the the fact that I want to fight for everyone when it comes to government and the work that I do. And then also in this race, um, I'm kind, I am the underdog uh, in, in a state like Missouri running as a Democrat. And I'm running against uh, an in- individual whose family, it's kind of a family dynasty here in Missouri. Um, and so the, just kind of an entitlement situation. And I feel like, again, Not that roller old derby, money and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and roller derby just represents that, you know, that, that fighting, I'm going to fight my way to get there and really don't care what I'm up against. We're going to give it our all. And Derby really represents that for me. What made yeah, you, what, what made you think uh, to, you know, being, you know, seven years now a politician, uh, what, what made you think, you know, I know the term limits t- are t- is taking the governor out. What, what made you think of, okay, I'm going to put my, my hat in the, in the, in the running here. <laughs> Yeah. uh, So honestly, Missouri is one of those states where the extremes have really taken over. Um, And I know that your your audience is not one political spectrum or the other, but Missouri was has one of the worst abortion bans in our country Um, this past year. Uh, the Republican majority tried to completely defund our public libraries. Um, There's just been extremes after extremes running our state. And I represent a district that is not solidly Democrat or Republican. Um, It is kind of a 50-50 area. And when I talk to my folks here in Southwest Missouri, what I hear time and time again, regardless of political spectrum, is folks are just tired of this extreme government that we've been presenting in Missouri. They want folks who are going to actually advocate for things like funding our public school system and trying to make sure that our teachers aren't the worst paid in the country, which, by the way, they are in Missouri, you know, and and real life day to day issues. And really, it was this last legislative session. I remember standing on the House floor when we were having a ridiculous fight over diversity, equity and inclusion. And folks were trying to make it so that any entity who has a DEI line, they can't partner with our state government in any way. So that would take out all of our colleges, all of our nonprofits and would completely like stop government from functioning in Missouri. And I just was sitting there thinking, you know, we we have to stop this madness and we need to bring back some common sense to what we have in Missouri. And my job as the Democratic leader in the House for the past six years has really been trying to do that, um, to hold folks accountable and to bring, you know, to stop the extremes in our state. And that's what I'm trying to do as governor. Awesome. You um, you mentioned, you know, you're you're going up against some um, heavy hitters, I guess you could say. It looks like you're going up against a current state senator and the lieutenant governor. Um knowing that you're going up against these these people in these positions and so on, um, does that make you a little apprehensive or just make you want to push harder for your uh, <laughs> the people that you serve? 
I appreciate that question. And, and you also left out our secretary of state is actually the front runner. His name is Ashcroft and his dad was uh, attorney general under Bush. And um, so it's a both and is my answer to that question, right? Like uh, I, I am the first in my family to graduate high school. And I, I come from a background of like, I am a fighter and I um, want to represent a group of, of folks who are normally represented in government. You know, it, it is so much family dynasties and folks who have money um, and I'm just trying to represent regular working class people in our state. And so, yeah, it, in some ways, it gives me a lot more fire to be like, I am this underdog that folks aren't expecting. I'm not walking into this race with millions of dollars from interest groups. Um, you know, my donations are coming from regular working class people. I got a $10 check in the mail today, along with some roller derby stickers. Actually, a man sent me uh, some stickers that say roll to the polls. I'll find them and show them to you here in just a second. <laughs> I um, love that. I actually have it right here. So I got this in the mail today um, with a $10 awesome. donation from folks. And so, yeah, I it, it gives me a lot more fight and fire to get up and continue to do this work every day when I know that the folks who are running against me are not representative of, of regular people. So let me ask you, you, um, you put out a video last week, and of course you had the roller derby shot right in the beginning. Uh, and uh, of course you probably scared all your opponents with that and everything. But I know that I know that you got a lot of response from you know from everybody across the, the world. You know, you know uh, because I think you've been doing morning radio shows, and you know, and, and and do they all come out asking about roller derby first? Do they all say you know it's like yeah, it's a great shot too. By the way, and you're getting crunched big time in that in Thank that you. video. <laughs> Um, yes, I've been asked a lot. Uh, the first question is like, did, do you actually play? Did you play? And like, yes, I did play for many years. And um, I keep my skate still in the trunk of my car <laughs> every day. Um, and my daughters skate all the time. And so that I am getting asked a lot about it because it is not traditional. And that's the point. And we actually say it in the in the video, you know, that Missouri's not seen a governor like me before. And that's twofold. One, we've never elected a woman governor in the state of Missouri, but I am a roller derby playing mom who's got tattoos, who, um, you know, is a social worker. And um, so I am trying to bring something different to this conversation, which I'm excited about. Awesome. So has have sports always been an important part of your life or... Uh, like a lot of us who who find, you know, sports or roller derby at maybe a little bit older age. Um, have you been playing sports throughout college and high school and things like no, that? Or, so or was roller derby your first like foray into it? Roller derby was really my first real team sport. So I, I was a cheerleader in high school. So hats off to that. I did I did cheer and I had a lot of fun with that. Um, but in terms of, you know, high impact sports, no, I never played anything before. And um, I'm not somebody who I, I mean, I, I am athletic in that I care about about health and, you know, I do yoga and I rock climb and things like that. But team sports, no. Roller derby was my very first. Um, and I think that's one of the, again, beautiful things about the sport is like you do have some athletes, but you also have folks who never thought that they would be athletes before finding their their body and finding their strength in in a really cool team oriented way. Yeah, I have no idea what that's like or anything. <laughs> <laughs> um so tell us, tell us a little bit about your derby career, too. It sounds like you had played for a while. Um, do you remember your aha moment, like when, you know, you had just started out, maybe you were new to like a boot camp program or, or in a beginner's class or something? What was that moment mm -hmm. when you knew that roller derby was going to be your thing? 
it was literally the first day. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, like many leagues, uh, we have an open like call to, to come and learn. And I literally had never put on squads quad skates before in my life. I was a roller roller blader. I was born in the eighties. And so I went in and I was like, I have no clue what I'm doing. And I put on these quad skates and just fell all over myself. But it was really just seeing these badass women be so supportive of each other in this really welcoming, loving space where even though I had no clue what I was doing, there were still people standing there saying like, you got this, it's cool. We're with you. Um, and so it was that moment where I was like, yes, this is a space I want to be in and want to continue in. And, um, you know, I, it took me a while to get good at it. I didn't pass the skills test, you know, for uh, several months. You know, I was on there was a group of us. We called ourselves the rowdy unrostered because we didn't get rostered to the team for the first like six months. Um, you know, so it, it took me a while to figure it out. And then I skated. Um, for a few years and then decided to have my daughter. And so while I was pregnant, I bench coached for uh, a season um, and did that until my kiddo was born. And then I ran for office very quickly after that. So. Oh, it's a great transition. Now, do you, do you see any similarities in the world of politics and the world of roller derby? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. Um, I would say the best one that I can talk about is, in, in public, like when you are house on the House floor debating an issue, you can debate this like horrendous, very controversial, I hate everyone issue. And then as a Democrat in the state of Missouri, we get the crap beat out of us, right? And so we, we often lose these fights because we are in what's called a super minority in our numbers. And you'll get the crap beat out of you and then literally have to get right back up and jump into the next policy issue, right? And so you don't really have time to breathe and collect yourself. You just have to get right back up again. And that was a thing that Derby taught me was, you know, even if I'm tired and and feeling like I don't have anything else to give, you got to get right back up again because it's going to keep going without you. And that's a thing that happens in our state capital every day. Did you think it was a little bit risky to put the uh the roller derby video in your in your campaign video and did anybody try and sort of talk you out of that at all (laughs) absolutely it's risky um and we knew that going in um second question no nobody talked me out of it because they know exactly who i am (laughs) and um you know we we went into this race like yes i i am a young woman in a republican-led state we're talking about abortion and we're talking about pretty um, bold stance issues. Um, But I am somebody that from day one, I believe that my voters deserve to know who I am. And that is not just in public policy and what I stand for, but who I am as a person. Um, And Derby is so much a part of who I am and the things that I value and appreciate. And so when we decided to run and, you know, my team was talking about what this video looks like, it was very obvious like it was the first thing that the creative uh, video folks actually said they're like we want to highlight this because it's unique and it's cool and it's something that you're obviously obviously very passionate about um, and it was a big part of your story so let's figure out how to integrate it and there were no questions asked was it risky like yes I'm I'm in a more conservative state and you know I traditionally folks are cut your hair off fit this mold do these things to be a politician but I've been doing this for seven years um, and trying to show up as authentically as I can in every moment. And so this just made perfect sense for us. Was that actually footage from a, a game in which the video is taken or did you read? Did we, so okay. we redid it. Okay. Yeah, we, we got the team together. And um, so it was quite funny because I have not skated as a part of the team in several years. And so we filmed uh, probably a month ago and I had to re- retake this uh, jam over and over again 
And I was so not in the right shape to be doing this. And I'm skating against actual skaters and they were actually hitting me. Um, of course, we're being a little generous with their hits, but um, now we re recreated that. Awesome. I think that makes it even cooler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Going out and getting after it again. You know, I, uh, uh, so I, uh, what year did you start Derby again? Refresh my memory. Oh gosh. I, that's a question I have to think about for a moment. So but it was I, like early 2000s or something, right? Yeah, I stopped. So I stopped skating in like 2013, I would say, okay. is when I stopped. And so it was probably like 2009 when I started. Okay, so it yeah. was still like pretty new-ish then. And it was, you know, probably getting to the peak of its popularity. And it was, um, you know, very still DIY and fishnets and stuff like that. And while yes. it was starting to get away <laughs> from that. Um, was it still uh, a, a culture shock going into it? Um, no, because I kind of came from that punk rock culture. I'm somebody who you know, very much is into music and does a lot of concerts. And so a lot of the folks who played on the team, I knew socially anyway. Um, so, nice. And I had been to many derby bouts uh, before I decided to join. So I was ready for it and eager for that culture to, to be a part That's of my awesome. day to day. Well, let's just talk music for a quick second since you brought it up. Uh, name some. Let's hear some of your favorite bands. My favorite band so like is Rise Against. Some of the Against. shows that you've been to. Oh, that's a great band. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. So uh, any I, shows I, that you've been to this summer? Um, I, I'm going to Sublime on Friday. <laughs> that's cool. Um, nice. Yeah. Um, my music genre really they it goes across all spectrums. I went to Lizzo earlier this year and and Alanis Morissette, but. You know, my, nice. my core comes from like Bad Religion and Anti-Flag and, you know, some of those more older, um, more punks focused uh, groups and sure. very political groups is, is yeah. a thing, too. You know, I attribute my honestly, my part of the formation of my political stances and engagement in, in government came from the music scene. And honestly, I, I was very engaged in like protests and I was kind of one of those burn it down type of folks when I was in early college and started to learn more about government and how to actually impact people's lives and the things that I deeply cared about and the music that I loved talked about all the time. And so I have to give a lot of credit to music to getting me honestly engaged into where I am right now. Same. Um, let's talk about your, your uh, beginning in politics um before 2016 even what and, and tell me if that was um let's talk about like your first political position and when you yeah. first decided to get involved and and how everything came to be love that um so i i had to go further back uh to really when i went to college i decided to study social work um quite honestly, because again, as the first in my family to graduate high school, and my mom was a single parent for the first part of my childhood. And I really wanted to get involved in a career path that helped folks like my mom. And so I started uh, studying social work. And then it was there that I learned through a policy class that everything I wanted to do to help folks was dictated by government. And I had never been engaged with it before. I was not from a family that we watch the news regularly or anything like that. And so I decided to do my internship for my degree in our state's capital as a legislative intern. And when I got there, and I tell this story all the time, so if folks have ever heard me speak before, they're probably sick of it. But it was the second or third week I was there, and there was a debate going on around um, Medicaid expansion, and so providing health care access to low-income people. And the debate that was going on on the floor, there were a lot of elected officials talking about folks in poverty in the most disgusting, vile way, to be honest with you. And I remember 
seeing these people who were supposed to be super special and important with their gold fancy pins and their nice suits. And, you know, I kind of had them on this pedestal of, of who these elected officials were and then hearing them talk about people like my family, like folks that I know every single day in such a like just laissez-faire way, like they don't matter. And I thought to myself in that moment as a college senior, like if they can do this, I'm going to do this. And we deserve representation who who come from this walk of life, right? And so it was then that I decided to do this. Um, but it was several years later when I first ran. Um, after I graduated college, I actually got a job with the United States Senate working for our former Senator Claire McCaskill um, doing constituent services, which is like social work for government essentially, and worked in that space for a few years and then jumped over and worked for the Obama campaign team um, and after he was president, um, and so I did community, excuse me, I did community organizing for a while. Then I got farmed out to work on a U.S. Senate race as a staffer, and I hated every second of it. So I pieced out of politics for a minute and went back home and was a social worker until my seat opened in 2016. That's awesome. Was it pretty special getting to work on the Obama campaign and being part of, you know, such a historic movement and, you know, um, being part of getting the the first black president nominated? So I have to say, I actually came on board after he won. Um, and so uh, I worked, yeah, I worked for the Senate cool. before then. It was still very cool to be in spaces with him. And so my job was actually about community organizing and teaching folks how to advocate for policy changes or advocate for the things that mattered to their communities. So it was really cool to be working with a president who actually had the, put value and stock in and of empowering people right and and it was so much of what his campaign was based on but then also his work post president you know, post the election which was really really cool and i learned so much um doing that work and i wouldn't trade it for anything awesome uh for those who may just be uh joining us we are uh, joined by uh crystal quaid who is running for the governor of missouri um from springfield originally i believe correct I was actually not born in the state of Missouri. Uh, I was born in New York, a uh, fun fact. Uh, not many folks know that. that. Gonna, that's going to be like some Leslie Nope uh, <laughs> backlash or something, yes. right? Um, but you were born I in Missouri. Pawnee. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was born in Albany, actually, and lived there for uh, for the first five years of my life and then moved to Missouri and grew up in southwest Missouri, so in a small rural community in what's called Webster County. And then I moved to Springfield for college and just never left. Gotcha. Well, now, awesome. Cashman and myself are out of Rochester. So yeah. uh, Western Yeah, New I York heard you heard that. <laughs> That's awesome, why I told awesome. you otherwise I wouldn't have shared. I pre we appreciate <laughs> that. Fair. Now uh, I do want to ask uh, uh you know, being down in Missouri, uh do you still follow Derby a little bit at all? You know, you thought you know yeah, I do. So I'm still great friends with a lot of the girls who play here. Um, and I do go to bouts when I can. And so that's why when we recreated the scene, it was real easy. I just called a couple of friends and they got some of the team together and we used their their game and practice space. Um, so, yes, I am still very nice. much a follower. And yeah. every time I go to a bout, I wish that I could I had the time to still do it because I just I miss it so much. I was just going to say two of the best teams in the world are from Missouri, you know, uh, you know, the men's and the women's team, you know, our tribe there and uh, mm -hmm. the gatekeepers so it's yes. a hotbed for roller derby you know it is and and springfield's team is uh only getting bigger and stronger uh they're now the springfield roller derby and uh when i first started we were just getting apprenticeship under WIFTA, and so it was like the early beginning baby stages of it and now they're a, a full-on team who's doing great things and and sells out their bouts every single time and it's really cool to watch awesome 
love that. All right. Well, we, we definitely appreciate your time and we know you're very busy. Um, before we let you go, I want you to highlight uh, some of your policy and some of the things that are important to you and what you're running on. Absolutely. Um, so I am someone who is running to really bring focus back to the people and the infrastructure of our state. Um, for the past several years in Missouri, we have not been doing nearly enough to support folks and make sure that they are able to thrive in our state. In fact, we've been doing the complete opposite. And so when it comes to policy positions, you know, I am really going to be focusing on making sure that our agencies are giving back to people um, in, in all of the roles that they should, from the DMV not being a three-hour wait to get what you need to our children's <laughs> division, literally not losing children who are in the state's care, which is something that we've been suffering from in our state for quite a while. Um, I, I want to do a lot around childcare. Um, that is a huge crisis in our state is access to childcare, making sure that folks have living have living wages, because again, in our state, we are one of the lowest paid uh, in the country for teachers, for state workers, and we just don't have a lot of support for individuals to not be working several jobs. And then another big thing I would highlight is most of our schools now in the state of Missouri are on four day school weeks, which is hugely problematic, not just for parents, but also for our kiddos not getting what they need to be successful. And so I really want to put uh, some serious investments in public education, because that is a place we've not been paying attention to. Wow. Awesome. awesome. And it sounds like you're uh, a big supporter of reproductive and women's rights and absolutely really awesome things that uh, ourselves, Cashman and myself and our, our listeners really believe in. So we were yeah. very excited to have you on the show. Um, do you have any fundraisers or anything coming up here soon or any <laughs> events that you can promote? Um, none that I can promote. I do have some house parties and things that folks are going to be hosting okay. very soon that I probably shouldn't give their address out to the national media. <laughs> no, totally fair. Um, totally fair. But, but I do have a website. It's just crystalquade.com, Q-U-A-D-E. And there's, um, ways to get involved and, and to contribute. Of course, I need support from everybody financially. As we mentioned, we're, we're going up against some behemoths. And so we're going to need all the help we can get. Um, but there will be lots of opportunities across the state to, to see me and meet me in person. And so would love anyone to reach out. Awesome. Mail awesome. your, ma you mail your, on? Yeah. I was gonna say mail your oh, roller okay. derby stickers too. Okay. You know, yeah, mail <laughs> please. I love it. Um, are you pretty visible on social medias? Do you have like um, your your political pages on Facebook and stuff like that that people can search yes. out? Yes, I am literally on every social media platform. I'm even on Threads now, the new Instagram, uh, Twitter, are. better yeah. version. Um, so yes, yeah, yeah, you can find cool. me on all the socials. I just want to say all one right. thing before we let Perfect. you go. Uh, we had uh, Katie Rosenberg, who's the mayor of Wasau in Wisconsin, on the show. I don't know, about two years ago, right when, right after Katie had won. So, Something like that, and, yeah. Uh, Katie coming back from a roller derby background as well. And uh, I believe she skated on the stage when, uh, at one point or another. So I'm just throwing that out there. If you want to, you know, you know, you throw, Love that. throw on the old helmet. Commiserate. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, well, no, you are, you story, are a long um, line of badass women on the show. So yeah. thank if you so much you for coming one, on. Quick, oh, sorry. If I could leave you with one quick fun story um, about that. Absolutely. So I actually got in trouble by our uh, the person who runs the entire House of Representatives for skating in our state's capital um, around the hallways because they're marble and, and it's the perfect thing to skate on, right? And so um, that will forever be one of my most favorite memories of my time in the House of Representatives is probably the only person to ever get in trouble for say, that. So. Might, yeah, I think you're probably the only person that's probably done that. So congratulations. I think that's like a, a personal record. I would, I would like, yeah. uh, I would call Guinness or something like that. Get a plaque for that, you know. 
That's very, very cool. fun. I tell you, awesome. thank you guys so well, much. Thank you for so much me. for for coming on. Make sure you guys check out crystalquade.com. Support if you can. And uh, for those of you um, in Missouri, get out and vote. Do the right thing. Thanks awesome. so much, thank Crystal. You guys. Good luck. Take care. Thank you. Bye bye. The sun goes down and the moon comes up. I turn into a teenager. Welcome back to Derby Rocks. I am, of course, Cash, Cash Man. You know, if you're my friend, you call me Cash. You can call me anything you want. Just don't call me. My friends call me Cash. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I, I always tell people that. Uh, it's funny is now I've got our superintendent of schools calling me Cash. It's like, okay. Love that. <laughs> and, of course, we're here with Chris Schramm, you know, uh, and we are here. Hey. We're here to talk some news right now. Uh, the, this past we do week. We have some news. We did. We have some games last week. I'll give you some of the closest bouts that happened. We had Royal City beating Pardee. 108 to 92. We had uh, Akron over Twin Valleys, 154 to 138. Rocktown, 212 over Yellow Rose, 193. And these are some of these games are from the the uh, Clover Cup that was going on in Arizona. Uh, we have uh, Santa Cruz, 121 over Arizona, 100. And then we had Angel City, 132, beating Santa Cruz, 108. And Angel City, I, it's interesting, is that there's a women's soccer team is called Angel City, too. And it's like, I guess they must have struck a deal. I'm not really sure. Of, you know, I'm, you remember a while ago we were talking. I'm not know, sure what happened there, right? Yeah, I know that. Remember when we were talking to the executive director of WFTDA, and we were talking about the Cleveland Guardians, and right. uh, and she had said something about there was another team's gonna have fighting it too, and that one must have been Angel City and Angel City the the uh, soccer the women's soccer team. So, but this is the Angel City Roller Derby team, one thirty two over Santa Cruz, one hundred eight, and Burning River beat one two hundred nine over Third Coast WCR's Third Coast, one sixty six. Biggest upsets of the weekend were Royal City bidding Pardee 108 to 92, and that's Royal City right up over you know north of us, not too far. Got some games this weekend. They look like uh, we've got Confluence at Circle City. Confluence is picked to win that one. Crushers at Springfield. Hey, there we Springfield. We were just talking about Springfield, and they're playing this weekend. Uh, yeah, nice. Crushers, but Crushers are picked to beat them though. Um, we got Dirty Jersey at Salt City. That's in Syracuse. They're doing a double header this weekend. If you want to go to Salt City's game in, in Syracuse, it is uh, the Dirty Jersey is picked over Salt City. We've got the Rock over at playing at Ohio Valley. They're picking the Rock to win. Uh, Toronto is at Ottawa Valley with Toronto getting the nudge. And uh, Lehigh Valley picked over Bay State Brawlers. So uh, we got uh, WFTDA games going all over the place this weekend. Now, not so much, nice. not so much though, with MRDA. Um, in fact, the only thing I real I didn't have, they, now I know there's an MRDA game because you're because you said it. Cle, Cleveland Guardians, fun. Cleveland Guardians are playing Ray City. That did not show up on the list, but the games from last week was only one that we had mentioned. Inhuman and Tyne and Fear were playing each other, and Tyne and Fear won two ninety nine to two seventeen. So, uh, and that was the closest bout. Of course, it's the only one on the sheet. So, uh, but we want to thank uh, Flat Track Stats for. 
uh, giving us these, these, this information. We couldn't do it without them because there's no way I, you know, I mean, we thank the people also in charge of these teams who actually, you can log into flat track stats and you can update that information yeah, you have to do it pretty much. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty much it, but, but people have been doing it, you know, but not, not all yeah. the, not all the MRDA teams, but there is a handful of teams because there's some serious games still, you know, like last weekend. I didn't even know, but Gotham played last weekend. Gotham played. They did play. Yeah, in, I had no idea. They played in an outdoor arena, and they're still looking for money for uh, their own home. They're still trying to get their own home, but they played outdoors in a park. It looked really exciting. There was, like, a lot of people there. I forgot they even have their own cheerleaders, you know, and the cheerleaders were out there. Gotham does yeah, it. that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, we don't hear much about them, but they're doing it still. So, uh, that's – but that's all Definitely. the – it's all the scores and everything that I have for uh, – well, Speaking of news and scores and stuff, you know, if your league has a fundraiser about a tournament or an event coming up anytime soon, make sure you reach out to us on Facebook.com slash derby rocks shoot us a message on any of our socials uh whatever the case is reach out to us personally we don't care we'll we'll try and get you on we'll promote your story whatever the case is we're always here to help just reach out to us that's all you got to do so don't forget that we want to get your new stories and things out there so reach out to us when you can yeah without a doubt we uh yeah we definitely and you know and as always we uh you know, uh, we're always, we're here to listen. So, uh, you know, we're looking everywhere for stuff, scrounging the, the, you know, the, the media for people, for stories. I'm sure there'll be a bunch that will come out later, but you know, because it's Wednesday, we're kind of like a little bit, uh, not, you know, we don't have much, uh, usually those things come out later towards the weekend. So I, I would just say that, but, uh, uh, you know, we sure. also have boot camp this weekend too. We might as well mention it again. Yeah. It's only the third yeah, week. Boot camp, you can join Flower City Roller Derby anytime. Um, while we do have a free boot camp currently happening, come check us out uh, on Facebook, Flower City Roller Derby. Um, boot camp is free for the next couple of weeks. You can come. We've got gear for you. You can try it out um, and learn to skate and eventually learn to play roller derby. So. Um, we'd love to have you. It's been going well. Zero skill is required. You can start very literally from the beginning. Um, yeah. yeah. We Check have equipment. Out. We Flower have a- City Roller Derby yeah. on Facebook. Yeah, we have equipment too. So you might not even, you know, you know, the equipment is here. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, definitely. And uh, so. Um, before we get out of here, we want to take a second and thank Crystal Quaid um, and wish her the best of luck in her uh, gubernatorial um, campaign. Run. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, in, in Missouri there. Um, uh, we're crossing our fingers for you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to come on the show. We are rooting for you. Um, best of luck to you. And thank you all for listening. We appreciate you. As I've said a few times, whether you listen on 106.3 WRFZ, whether you listen on Facebook.com slash Derby Rocks or wherever you get your podcasts, we love and appreciate you. We should get out of here, I think, and then uh, we'll probably have another show next week. I think so. <laughs> it sounds right. Yeah. If history tells us anything. Yeah. 400, we'll next week. 417 weeks aren't uh, enough to prove it. Uh, right. That's a pretty good case study there, though. Certainly. All right. We're getting out of here. We'll see you soon. Bye. All right. Guardians on three. Bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.